1: AD. Yo. They keep moving the, the, the day back. They they push the day back for the franchise tag, man. What's, uh, this, this, they, they the keep, CBA keep, thing is, is getting out of hand. They, I'm not mad.
0: Just help my insurance. Help my retirement. Help my brother out. You know, 10 years in the league is 10 years in the league. So get all that money straight. I'm not mad. That's what happens when you're a retired player. <laughs> you're a, you're a retired player a lot longer than you are an active player. Trust me.
1: Yeah, well, as regular folk we need all the help we can get too. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champ Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, we are located wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh if you're on Apple Podcast, make sure you uh subscribe, rate and review. If you're on Spotify, go ahead and hit that like button. Uh you can also hit us up on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore that's at underscore Eric Davis underscore There you two, go there uh, you two go. Underscores. Two underscores. Two underscores. Right? Why why wouldn't there be? And then uh and I'm at our haylock uh, no underscore in case you're scoring at home. <laughs> <laughs> um, plenty to get to on this show. Uh, they moved the the deadline back. Um, mm-hmm. It was supposed to be Thursday for the deadline for teams to be able to franchise tag people. Um, instead they moved it to Monday at eleven fifty nine a.m. Eastern, uh, which is um eight fifty nine here on the West Coast. Uh, but also that day is the first day of the legal tampering period as well. This is all important because of Eric Armstead. Um, Niners uh Armstead has already has gone on record saying that uh that that he, he'd be open to the franchise tag. He wouldn't mm-hmm. mind having the franchise tag. So we're gonna talk about that a little bit. Uh we got a couple lists for you today. Uh, we uh we're gonna give you our list of top ten or uh, not top ten, whoa. We're gonna give you our list of, <laughs> of, of, of top guys uh that uh, top free agents for the Niners that they should re-sign, and they are also going to give you uh, our list of uh, top free agents that the Niners uh, should should try to bring in, kind of a wish list of sorts. So ED has his list. I have my list. First of all, uh, this franchise tag thing, um, it got moved back. Players are supposed to vote over the weekend about the mm-hmm. new CBA. That's pretty much the whole hang-up right now. Um, yes, at this yes. point, uh, teams can use both the franchise tag and transition and transition tag, but depending on what happens with this new CBA, they may only be able to use one or the other because one will probably go away, probably the transition tag. Um, but from a player's perspective, we've heard a lot about you know this voting and stuff. Some guys are with – it seems like the higher profile guys are the guys that want to get this deal done, and then it's the lesser-known uh, guys that are like uh, – no, I, I I take that back. Well, the, high, it, the, higher, the higher, yeah. the vice versa. The higher profile mm-hmm. guys are the guys that don't want to sign this, that don't want to get this deal done. And It's the lesser uh, known guys, um, the guys that are that are living quote unquote check to check in NFL standards, um, that want to go ahead and push this thing through. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is a, is a guy who recently said he was going to vote for it. Um, other guys uh, like J.J. Watt, uh, one of the Pouncey brothers, he said no. Don't do it. Um, obviously, these guys are sort of the upper echelon guys when you talk about NFL salary. Um, this is this has become a thing, obviously, and, and, and they move the deal. How do you think this vote's going to go?
0: Uh, because there are more of the rid- middle of the road um, and um, and um, minimum salary guys. Most most of the time, when you only need you know 51%, you're going to be able to get it because you just have more guys that are in that position, and uh, it, and it's hard to it's hard to get a guy to say no to what can help me right now. That that's what that's what ownership has always done is what they've always looked at because they understand that uh, guys don't concern themselves uh, when, when you're dealing with professional athletes. Uh, if you, you think you're invincible and you think about the now, uh, you don't think about what's happening down the road. You don't think, as I just said at the beginning of this show, you're going to be a retired player a lot longer than you're going to be an active player. Uh, so everyone everyone is thinking about what they're doing right now. You don't think about down the road. You've got a lot of young men uh, in their 20s that play this game. So those guys normally vote every year. It's always happened that you normally get those guys to vote for it. Um, What the the upper echelon guys are doing uh, is not wrong. Um, In some aspects, they're trying to get things closer uh, to where they are. They're trying to make their salaries. They're trying to make uh, the position that they're in the norm um, and raise the bar for everyone. Uh, But it's a very difficult thing to do when you're when you're viewed. And that's the way it comes off in the media. That's the way it comes off from ownership. That's the way it comes off from everyone. Well, these guys have already made it. You know, they've already got their payday. They've already made their cheese. So it just doesn't affect them. No, actually, they. a lot of those guys, most of those guys, and some of the names you've thrown out there already, these are players that are in position and have been in position to where now they can think about down the road. They are, they are thinking about long-term effects you know, of, of the game and injuries and, and all those things that go along with your medical condition, your retirement. You start to look back at how it got there. Um, and that's what I said, 10 years is 10 years. A, a guy who played in the 70s, if you got 10 years of the NFL and in the 70s, his 10 years shouldn't be any different than, than the 80s. His 10 years shouldn't be any different than mine. His ten years shouldn't be any different than uh, ten years of Tom Brady's career. Uh, ten years in the NFL is, is is a feat, and it should all be the same. And this is something like it, it's it's the Eddie Bartolo thing that's a part of me. Um, when he decided to have when after he after he no longer owned the team, and he wanted to have have a celebration for um, the 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 Super Bowl team when when the anniversary was coming up for the eighty one team. Well, ADD said, well, there's no reason for me to have that one because if I have it for the 81 team where there were guys on the 81 team that were on the 84 team, but then there were guys on the 84 team that weren't on the 81 team. But if not for that 81 team, those 84 teams, the guys on the 84 team, would, would not have understood what it meant to be a Niner because those guys helped create the standard." And they paved the road for those guys to be champions, which went on to the 88 team and 89 team and 94 team. So to to end that story, he was like, if I'm going to have a celebration for one, then everybody involved has to be there because it's all the same. It's all a part of one. It's the DNA. That's, that's what the older guys are doing. That's, that's the part that, that makes it's difficult to understand when you are, as you said, going by NFL standards, check to check it's hard for you to see the big picture. Um, so uh, if I had to say, and, and you asked before, how do I think the vote's going to go? I, I think the vote is going to be in favor of the CBA being approved, uh, especially since they're not allowing guys to change their votes. I don't know how much you know about that, but a lot of guys have um, recently asked if they could um, change their vote. Because I think over a thousand guys have voted already. Wow.
1: That's yeah. interesting. I had not heard of that.
0: Yeah, so so, guys, so you have guys want
1: to change their. It's almost yeah. like the, now, the, pres- now, the now. presidential election. All these people voted absentee, and all these guys <laughs> dropped out and they can't. And well, well,
0: now the question. <laughs> now, what we don't know is if it's, if if the guys want to change a yes to a no or a no, no to, to a yes. yes. Yeah. But there are a lot of guys asking if they can change their vote, and, and the answer so far has been no. So we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. At the end of the day, guys want to play football. Everyone wants to play football, um, but you want it, it's it's baby steps. It, it's baby steps, and and you know what? This is <laughs> you know it, it's it's rich people rich people's problems. That's really what it is. Um, but but it's the business. It's entertainment. Um, you know, it's not the normal job. It's not the normal gig. Uh, it's it's a dangerous job, and people get paid accordingly um for the entertainment factor and the danger uh but that's just where it is but that's that's the way i uh, that's the way i see it going um we'll see how it plays out
1: yeah i think this brings up another conversation too that we'll probably have later on down the line especially maybe you know after after this vote occurs you, you think about the nfl uh and its players union and you know you look at some of the unions for other sports and and how it, it just seems like they're better represented and and they have better they have better guarantees you, you look at the NBA you look at MLB yeah. you, you look at some of these other leagues and and just how 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 much uh leverage those players have when it comes to these types of negotiations so i, I think that's something that to probably dive into a little bit later down the line um the, keep in mind the the CBA doesn't expire; they still have another year. But I, the, the main point, um, according to all these reports out there, is is that the owners obviously want to get this done because they want to get the new TV deals done, and yeah. it'll be they'll have more leverage in trying to get those new TV deals done without um, w- w- well, without where a, the money comes a, yeah, from without well, a, a, pending, a lockout or strike, um, you know, on, on, on the horizon. So that's that's why they would rather get this done. Uh, now you know sooner rather than later then you got the whole deal you got the whole issue about 17 games and then there was a the other part at the end of it in which they'll get an extra game that will be added on however the salary for that additional game won't be it'll just it won't be you know on par with you know what, what these guys are are making so it's almost like you pay pay an extra game but you take a pay cut for doing so so um, well, that- well,
0: no, you know, no, 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 it, that's the guys always say that, no, you, you're going to be paid to play the season. So if the season happened to be 10 games, they're going to, it's going to be for 10 games. If, if the season is 12 is tw- when it's, when it was 14 games, it was 14, they moved it to 16. They're just going to divide that check 16 times. When they make it 17, they're going to divide it 17 times. You're not taking a pay cut. You know, you're being you're being paid to play, and you're getting paid so much a season. And so, I mean, it's all in how you look at it. it it's never that's never changed. That that's never been you, you know any different. And, and that, that's one thing that I I I get what guys are saying, and, and everyone talks about that extra game. At the end of the day, that extra game is what's going to raise the salaries of guys. It's going to be one of those things that's going to allow people to make more money, uh, to have more security for their families. So I'm um, I'm not against it. I'm not at all. And you know that might sound crazy. Well, it, it
1: it it was it was reported that the owners want to cap the pay for that additional game at two hundred
0: fifty thousand so, dollars. Um. So for some
1: guys, that that would be a pay cut.
0: Um, they're not gonna, they're not going to. I, I don't see that happening. The, the capping that, um, because because this is the thing. You you can cap you can cap it what for the one season, but what happens when I make a new contract? So if I'm an all pro and I make a new contract, it, it, I'm Dak Prescott, and I sign my new contract and I'm making $30, 40 million dollars the season. You didn't cap it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. When I just went from making four million dollars to thirty-five million dollars, forty million dollars, you didn't put a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar cap on that. You see what I'm saying? And the reason I'm going to be allowed to make that forty million dollars, forty-five, fifty million dollars, or whatever is going to eventually turn into a season, is because those extra games have brought more money and television revenue. So you see my point? You're not going to. Re- it's not going to be capped. So, th- so those are the type of arguments when people sit here and, and say, well, that's what the owner's trying to do. And in, in theory, you can't. You see what I'm saying? So, so I mean, think about it. If, if if I'm on my rookie contract, if I am, if I'm a man, let's, let's just say I'm E-man right now. And I, I'm coming in. I've now earned myself a starting uh, position. I turned myself into a Pro Bowl player. There happens to be an extra game that comes in next year. So right now I'm on the minimum. I play another couple of years and become an all pro a pro bowler. When my contract's up, you best believe that I'm going to benefit from the higher salary cap. So you did you really put a cap on that game for me? That's
1: my, you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so, so you're 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 talking if this vote goes through. So you're talking just the 2020 season, and then yes. once, and then once, once it gets into, once it becomes more of a norm, <laughs> then then uh, then that part would would change. Um, yes,
0: th- that only happens for that one season if it happens I, at I, all. Another
1: because, another yeah. thing that I think is interesting about all this is, and I mean, I, I know they they're, they're going to count the preseason games as, so I would imagine. You know they they count the preseason games as well as as part of that revenue, but I mean we all know that um, you know the preseason games just aren't as aren't as highly attended as a regular season games. So you have a 17 game season. One you know half the league is going to be short a home game. Um, I, I thought that was very interesting um, that the owners would even would even go for that.
0: Wait um, a minute, you said half the league is going to be short a home game win.
1: Well, if they're 17 if there's 17 regular season games, right? Uh-huh. Right now there's 16, right? There's there's 8 yes. 8. If there's seven yes. if they're 17, half the teams are going to play nine of those games on the road.
0: No they won't. But well you, but no because yeah, well you're not going to be short of you're going to play you're going to play 8 at home like always, so you yeah. won't be short the home game. And you're going to play one game in London. London is going to get a full season. London London is going to get a full season until they get a so team. So
1: every team is going to go to London?
0: Yes, every team is going to go to London. That's how they're going to – watch and see. That's what's going to happen. Okay. L- London, London is going to get a team. London would have a team right now if Stan Kroenke didn't say, screw all you owners, I'm moving to L.A. The Jacksonville Jaguars would have already been in London but Stan Kroenke was like I am going to LA and there's nothing you can do about it. I'm going to let you guys act like you can vote, but I'm going. It's my land. I'm paying for everything. I'm not asking the city to do anything. I'm moving. If not for that, there would already be a team over there. What
1: what does that have so, to, what does that have to do with the Jaguars?
0: Um because because at the time they didn't want they didn't want to move the Jaguars. they didn't they, they they were trying to get the expansion done. They didn't want to move that team over while they were in the midst of moving and trying to figure out what they were going to do in L.A. Another team. And, oh. uh, and then you had St. Louis. Are you going to move St. Louis a team? Because if you're moving Jacksonville, why not move them to St. Louis where there was a team as opposed to moving them to London? So all of those things came into effect. But, but as you see, every year, Jacksonville gets more and more games. So how do you keep this even? You have eight. You have your eight on the road here on the mainland. You have eight on the road. You have eight at home, and you go. Everybody goes to Jacksonville. Wow, that's what's gonna
1: happen. Well, that's interesting. I that that's news to me. I I, I had not, not heard all that part. We we speak about all this CBA stuff for, just for a simple fact that the 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 franchise tag deadline um, was supposed to be. Uh, I think I said Thursday earlier. It's supposed to be today, March 10th, at the time of re- record, mm-hmm. re- recording this podcast, but they moved it to Monday. Um, so that said, Eric Armstead, um, and, and just how much is the franchise tag on, on Armstead going to be? Um, he, For the purposes of this, he wants to be, obviously he, he can play anywhere on the defensive line, but the, for, for the purposes of the franchise tag he he would like to be for obvious reasons a defensive end. Yeah, absolutely. And because, and because of as a defensive end, um, there's more money to be made at that position as opposed to an interior lineman. You're talking about a difference of maybe about five million or so. So you're mm-hmm. looking at, and these are just you know some of the projections out there. You're looking at maybe anywhere from 19 to 20 million. Um, Armstead could get. Um, for this one season on the franchise tag as a defensive end whereas if he were an interior lineman you're talking about anywhere from like 14 to 15. So obviously that's a that's a pretty pretty significant uh jump there. you um, think in, in in salary? Uh does that does that change things? Did that does that change uh, does that change the way the Niners look at this? Does that change the way they they approach um you know, these next couple of days and trying to make a decision on what it is that they want to do with Armstead in terms of whether they use the franchise tag on him or not?
0: Uh, Well, I think those are all considerations that they've had so far. Um, The question is if you can get a deal that um, makes sense moving down the road, because you have to look at um, where that number is going to be. Uh, It's not just this is the thing you have to think about. It's not just this number right now. Who is coming up? Who else do you have to sign? Armstead deal is going to affect what happens with other D linemen. what happens in your secondary, what happens with Kittle, what happens with your quarterback moving forward, your running back position. So all of these things you have to think about. So Eric Armstead, the, the, the contract that he signs right now, will probably still be in effect if if you sign him to a long-term deal it will still be in effect when you get ready to sign Debo. yeah to a new deal you see what i'm saying yeah. so so these these are the considerations that you have to put in order it's not just saying well this is the salary cap we have this much room so we can afford to pay this guy as much that, so that so that's that's the thing you it, you're stacking chips this this you know this is dominoes and, and and you got to keep seeing you got to keep seeing how those numbers are going to fit and how and how how you can place them uh, to be able to win. That's that's the thing right there that you have to look at. So um, all of that's been considered. Eric Armstead, the, the thing that you have going is that Eric Armstead has said, "I want to be a niner." That's that's all I heard. You, every you know, people keep talking about the franchise and whether it's a good thing, whether it's a bad thing. I heard Eric Armstead say. I'm cool with being a nighter. His comment that a long-term deal would be great. I'm cool with the franchise tag. Translation: I like playing here. I want to be here. So either way, I, I'm. He just told you he wants to be here. So you should be able to find a way to get it worked out.
1: So that goes back if to what what you were saying about your own negotiations when you when you said there was a number, right? And yes, and, and so you. You um you would imagine Armstead would have would have that number. Um, yes. He but, ha- he but, has. But a, we, but we has don't that know that if is that, is that, is that team, We don't know if that number is quote unquote team friendly or not.
0: Um no no that that we don't um we don't know we don't know if that number is team friendly. Um we don't know the value that the t- that the team has on Eric Armstead. Um, or the position, because a lot of times it's also the position. How much money are you going to put into this position? It, it's what I say about a secondary. You can't you can't pay both of your corners and both of your safeties, and decide well we got to have a nickel, so we're going to go out and pay the best. We're going to find the best nickel out there and we're going to pay him. Like no, it can't work that way. You you can't do that. You can put money into a corner. You can put money into a safety, and then you need those guys to bring other guys up. If you're fortunate enough to, those other guys bloom and blossom, and now you have all of these guys that you need to pay, sort of like this D line, at some point somebody's got to go.
1: Yeah. And, and, well, and, so, and that brings up uh, another point of mine. So, so you look at this, right? It, 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 the the D line was the, 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 mo- the most dominant group of this defense, right? The, the, D-line of the, of, the, the D line. Of the team. Of the team the d-line allowed the team to have the success that it had last yes. year. Right? Yes. Um but do you if you're John Lynch, how many how much foresight do you have to have in a sense of great d-line play translates no matter who the coordinator is, no matter who the scheme is. Correct?
0: But at, um in in theory if you have dudes, well they have these damn dudes. So you have these dudes, if if you put them on the field, they're going to perform.
1: Okay, okay care what I, scheme you I, have. I, I I say that because you're, you're looking at a defensive coordinator who probably may not be here p- past 2020, right? He he was up for some head coaching positions this this season, um, and, and much to the delight of Kyle Shanahan, did not get the Browns' job. Um, Kyle was 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 adamant about him being you know happy that Robert Sala did not get uh, the Browns' job for a simple fact that you know, he had his issues with the Browns and, you know, not necessarily thinking that was a well-run organization. So he, he's happy mm-hmm. that he's coming back to get another year to, to work on his craft and to be that much better a candidate Um, this this time or, you know, once the cycle goes around once again. So that being said, you got to think he'll probably be in the mix and he may not be back with the Niners after the 2020 season. How much do you, like, how much foresight do you, do you have to, to use, if you're John Lynch, looking into that, into how how doing a long-term deal could play when you may have a scheme that may be affected or may be changed drastically after this next season.
0: Um, very little. I'm not going to concern myself with a coach that may or may not be gone. I have to concern myself with the players that are here. I can always find a coach that can coach the scheme that I'm running. There are other there are other guys that know the system. You see my point. There are, there are guys in the building that know the system that can be pr- promoted that know the system. So that's that's the least of my concern saying I'm I'm not going to pay this guy because we may be changing systems. Because look at this you have you have a head coach that you don't plan on going anywhere. So as long as you're really not firing your head coach if you think that this is the guy and that you're putting and you position yourself to be a winner you're not going to really be getting rid of coaches. You're not going to be changing schemes. You're not gonna you're not gonna have a coach that's gonna come in and wanna bring his guys. He already has his guys. His guys are in the building. So as far as as so as far as the technique. So think about this. Right now Robert Sala is a defense coordinator. They he comes in, they have the they have the the defensive meeting everyone breaks out and they go to their individual room. So the DBs go to their room, linebackers go to their room, D-line go to their room. Everyone's sitting down and they're being taught all the techniques, all the looks, the hand placement, all the progressions that Robert Sala wants them to learn. So every one of those coaches in those rooms understand exactly what it is that Robert Sala wants them to do. So these players all understand it. It's easy. It's easy, easier to plan on bringing someone in that can run that scheme or promoting one of those guys that can run that scheme that all of these guys are already working on. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. So so that that, that said, I, I think, I don't know, I, I look at this, I, I look at John Lynch in a very, he's a very interesting and I think a very important offseason for him. When you look at the fact that Niners don't have a bunch of space in the mm-hmm. cap, right? So he's really going to have to do some massaging. Um, and this isn't necessarily nothing that he's had to do since he's taken over with this team. You know, or, uh, those first few years it was just kind of yeah. a lot of building, a lot of maintaining, um, so loading contracts, yeah, front yeah. loading mm-hmm. short-term deals. You know, you kind of, you know, just just kind of keeping the ship afloat. Uh so to speak, and you get to this year now it's time to 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 make your run and and which they did, and they ended up getting it all the way to the super Bowl but now um for him being in this position um it's i mean it's new territory for him, so I mean he, he's gotta find and not just with armstead I mean you're talking about you know other guys that were in that building last year that you may or may not wanna keep um you're talking about other guys around the league maybe you can bring in like like you you don't have much room for a bad contract or a a bad miss.
0: You never, you never do. You never do. And why, why are the four? So, so this is something I want to say about that. So John Lynch, and we're saying right now, um, you know, he, he was sort of just putting these contracts in place and had nothing to lose. And, and you don't want any bad misses and all that stuff. Well, the reason that the team has gotten to this point is because they hit in a lot of places. Um, And, i'm of the mindset uh where most are like oh my goodness all of a sudden this is going to be a struggle for john uh he's never been in this situation i kind of think he's been looking at it and he's prepared for it <laughs> that, that there was as you see these guys grow they, they didn't all of a sudden have all of these first rounders on the d line it, it didn't just happen overnight they kind of put this crew together you start to see guys developing in different positions You've seen your tight end develop. You've seen these D linemen develop. You've seen your linebackers develop. So you have to start planning on what it is you're going to do. And and as I said before, sometimes if you are correct down your roster, and these late picks and free agents that you bring in. If you're correct, more times than not, you're going to become a good team and you're also going to get yourself in a position where guys have to go. Now and Eric Armstead, so let's start getting into some of these phrases, um, and we can and I'll, I'll kind of go back and forth with guys out there that could come in because Eric Armstead. If you sign him, can he? Hopefully, he will continue to do what you've seen him do. Um, but is there, if Eric Armstead goes, if you lose him, what about Indominus Sue? Mm. Indominus Sue, say what you want to say about him. But maybe he's not that dominant guy that is going to be that Aaron Donald type guy that is going to just wreck everything. But guess what happens um, whenever somebody's playing next to him like you, the Aaron Donald I just mentioned.
1: Yeah, he had 20 sacks next to uh, – Playing so. next to
0: and, – and, and you see that a lot. And Dominican Sue is one of those guys that you have to account for. You have to double him he is going to free up other guys to make all kind of plays and Shaq Barrett he's still led the league
1: good. in sacks last year and then Thank Donald Sue was on that defensive line I, I, I don't know how Thank much you. that played a role or not but I Oh uh,
0: well well come on everywhere he goes it happens
1: <laughs> yeah. so
0: so that's so that's what I'm saying so if you let Eric Armstead go because you don't want to pay him 20 plus million a year can you get someone like an endemic and sue that you don't have to pay that much that has made his generational money that wants to win that and bring him in to keep the ship rolling? That's that's see. These are the type of decisions that you have to start looking at. These are the type things that you have. It, it, it is. And it's not always that flashy. Let me go get this big time free agent, um, the young kid that we're going to give this long term deal. It's let me get someone to come in the same way everyone looks at Brady, you know, when they were talking about him. He could come and do it right now. Sue could come and help.
1: Oh, they're still talking.
0: With that rotation right now.
1: <laughs> there's, there's still, they're still talking about Brady. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man.
1: We we put so, it to bed, but that doesn't mean the rest of the world has. That is, as you that said, is for sure. I, I,
0: we put it to bed, and if we put it to bed, and if they don't believe it, go back and listen to the We we've explained all of that. Check, Come on,
1: check the tape, <laughs> check the tape. But
0: yeah, so that's so that's that's one I'm looking at. Uh, you know, and you know, and then there, if if that number is too high, if if the Eric Armstead number is too high, as you said, if he he has a number, it's too high, and he gets to a position to where hey, there are other guys out there that are willing to pay me. There are other guys out there. So what? what so, so that, what's,
1: what's your gut telling you about Armstead? Like, how, how does this end? Do you do you do you think Lynch pulls the trigger on a a, a franchise tag where it's going to be anywhere between nineteen twenty million? Um, or when, when we have our show next week, you know, that 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 window would have passed. You know, where 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 is Armstead going to be? Is he going to be out on the market? Is he going to be tagged? What, what What's your gut telling you? Is it going to be a long term deal with the Niners? What, what What's your gut telling you? Uh,
0: Mike Mike. My... My gut is telling me that um, Armstead is going to be on the market. There there are are a lot of really good D-linemen on this team. There are a lot of really good D-linemen on this team. And I just mentioned a name, too. I just mentioned a name. Witsu is another guy, whether you like him or not. Do you do you think he could come in and help with that rotation?
1: I mean, he brings some toughness. He brings some nastiness. I mean, he's your favorite defensive lineman's favorite defensive lineman. I mean, that's. I mean,
0: he yeah. I mean, he he's gonna come in and he's gonna come in and, and he can play. I mean, and and that's just that's just one name. That's that's just that's just one name. If if you lose an Eric Armstead and you were really willing to give him a con- give him a contract, would a Leonard you know would Williams take that contract?
1: Okay, yeah. So we're okay. So we're. I going over this. I, we we were texting last night and kind of going over this a little bit in, in terms of you know what we're going to talk about today. Um, that, that's our pre-production meeting, folks. Um, and uh, so I, I did think about Sue. I did not put Sue on my list, but Leonard Williams is a guy I did put on my list. Go. Okay. I, I want to hear. I want to hear what you have to say about this.
0: Um, well, see, that's that's when when we start talking about production and whether you think that this guy can come in and. Um, Get the job done. See, a lot of people view Leonard as a you know, this a bust because of where he was selected. It's not his fault that he was selected in that position. He's a solid player. He's just not what you would consider that number one with the number six. Yeah. You know, he's not that he's, he's not that flashy guy that you that you could that, you know, he, he didn't come in and do what Bosa did when you get to when someone is picked that high that's what you that's what you want you want that splash but as far as coming in and being disruptive being a playmaker being able to be a part of that you, you, so let's take so what we're doing we're taking armstead out and we're putting williams in i don't think you really miss a beat i really think you were, i think you are able to get the production that you have from that position i think you you're able to get the plays you're able to to, to utilize his his body his mass to be able to create for other players I, I really don't think that the the level of play and that's what we're talking about the level of play of the best unit on your team we don't want it to drop how do you do that with the available funds so that contract if if Armstead doesn't like it i i think that that's a guy that you can that you offer that contract to and see if he's willing to come in And play because the Niners are a place that you don't have to overpay someone to come and play for. They have too many. They have too many things in place. There are some teams you got to overpay a guy to go to Tennessee. You got to overpay a guy to go to Cleveland. You know, you got you have to you have to overpay guys to go to Minnesota. Great city. Great city. But it's cold. (laughs) cold. You, You know what I mean? It's cold. It's cold, man. But it's a great I mean that's that's a great organization, great city, Minneapolis. But you got to overpay guys to go there. You don't have to do that for the Niners. So this is this is this is where that where this team is right now and I think you can continue to play. How do you feel about Williams?
1: I I like Williams. I I will give you that in just a sec, but first let's discuss this from simply safe. Um It's about home security, folks, all right? You got to protect yourself. You got to protect your loved ones. You know, you you, you got that spot. You got your crib. You got your pad. You invested a lot into that, right? You want to make sure it's safe, all right? Now, with home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. You can wait weeks for a technician to do a messy install that costs a fortune, or you can get simply safe. The two-time winner of CNET Editor's Choice Award. Simply Safe, I'm telling you, these guys do a great job. You go on the internet, you select the type of security that you want. They send it to you, you hook it up yourself. All you got to do is go to simplysafe.com slash team today and you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure you go to simplysafe.com slash team that's simply safe. Dot com slash team. All right. Uh, Leonard Williams. Full disclosure. I covered Leonard Williams when he was in college, when he was at USC. Um, uh-huh. From his very first day on a uh, very first day in, in fall camp all the way up until uh, his last game, his, his junior year. Um, I saw him play. Multiple roles. I saw him do things as a freshman that you're just not supposed to do, and wow, the likes of a Elaine a Kiffin and Amani Kiffin, um, who were just just thrilled uh, to to death to have him on campus to ha- to have that type of impact as instantly as he made mm-hmm. it. Um, the one thing that you said that hit home with me was disruptor. Right? Yep. The, the sack totals never were high, never were extremely high. I mean, he, he did have some TFLs uh, here and there, but he was just disruptive. He was getting to the backfield. He was getting hurries. He was getting pressures. Yeah, he got, he got some sacks as well, but whether he was on the end or whether they played him on, on the inside – um, he was able. He was able to get the job done. And once Monty left, they switched things over to a three-four. Clancy Pendergast came in. Um, he was able to adjust and still have a, a big time year. Um, playing, uh, playing as a 3-4 end. So he's versatile, right? He gives you some versatility, which is something that Armstead was able to do as well. I think he could play on the end. I think he can also play on the interior. But I think the main thing you want from a defensive lineman is disruption. And I, Absolutely. Think, I think he gives you that. Now, the one hiccup about Williams is uh, the Giants traded a lot to get him. And Dave Gettleman said yeah. that you know he 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 almost has to bring him back because of how much that uh, he paid uh, or how much he let go to get him there in a Giants uniform. So we'll see mm-hmm. if, if Gettleman actually uh, makes good on that or not. But if he hits the open market, if he hits the road, I definitely think that that's a guy uh, that the Niners should try. He's a guy that's uh, he's he's on my list. He's on my list. So uh huh. I'm was...
0: definitely. I'm with you on that, and I know it's, it's going to take a lot. Um number number 1 for the giants to let him go. Um but you know what? I don't think that the Niners would have to pay I, I, you know most of the time it's like the hometown discount. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Niners would have to pay as much to get him as the Giants will have to pay to keep him.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean cuz I mean who knows? Like he may be ready for a change of scenery. He may be ready to just get out of New York, you know? You you never know. Um. So I, I think that I think that is interesting. Uh. Here here's a name on on my list, and you let me know your thoughts. I'm gonna go secondary now on you, Byron Jones. Okay.
0: Oh, I, you know, I I I I get it. I get it. Um, Byron Jones. Uh, well, this is, this is uh, Byron Jones. Um, for what the money that he's asking, I would say no to Byron Jones. Um is, is you know what, let me start this by saying this is Sherm still a corner?
1: It, is Sherm still a corner? Is uh she, No. Look, is, I mean we we talked about him moving to safety. So Sherm is no longer a corner.
0: Okay, so Sherm's no longer so Sherm's no longer a corner. Um uh, then I could think about it. If Sherm's still a corner, I don't need I'm not gonna bring in Byron Jones okay. but if if i'm moving if I'm moving Sherm to corner, if I've talked about that, I'm gonna move Sherm to corner and I'm planning on Sherm being my corner for the I mean being if if I, if I if move him to safety and he's gonna be my safety, I could bring him in. if Sherm's there, I don't need it uh, i would I would consider it
1: so if sherm would, if Sherm stays at corner, do you do you even touch a corner in free agency?
0: um not a not a high-end corner if i'm gonna not a not a big money corner if i'm gonna go with a corner i would probably maybe i would think about um like a guy jimmy like a jimmy smith, smith. oh jimmy smith <laughs> yes yeah there we go i, pro- that, I right?
1: promise we did not plan this yeah
0: that was not planned, people no i would i would say jimmy smith because um I, first of all what's the reason because Baltimore loves him, and Baltimore, if Baltimore's letting him go, then I got to question his health. But the Niners aren't afraid of um, going after guys that have been injured. As long as that you know things look good, you could get him probably at the right number. If healthy, it's one of those things that if he's healthy, is like I said about Sherm, He didn't. Jimmy didn't forget how to play football. He just hadn't been healthy. Yeah. So I, I mean I I would think about that, but I wouldn't if if I'm keeping Sherman at corner, I have guys, I got young guys that I'm developing on opposite of him, and there's no reason for me to go and put that kind of money. I mean, because you're gonna have to put fourteen, fifteen, sixteen million
1: into a, in, a Byron Jones, into, yeah. into
0: a Byron Jones,
1: and probably and young, a Chris Harris too, right? He's probably gonna command. Com- uh, well,
0: Chris Harris, I don't need Chris Harris. I like Chris Harris. I, I I really really like Chris Harris. I I mean, but I mean, he know,
1: he, I, he wants his money, right? Like he's he hasn't I, been shy about that.
0: Well, no, he he wants his money. He's earned it, and, and he's a very good player. But I got Williams, Chris Harris. Chris Harris is going to do what what, um, one is going to do. Okay. I, I I got a guy who can do that. Now Chris Chris may be able to do it. Um, you know, a tick better. I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. What I got
1: in the slot. I mean, I mean, he, he can play outside too. I know he can play. I know he can play outside. You, think, you like um, him better. You like him better as he's more effective. Well, I mean, that's where he made his money. That's he made, where he made his yeah.
0: money. I, I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just looking at it. It's, it's like uh, Rondé Barber. Rondé Barber could play outside, but Rondé Barber is the best slot corner in the history of the league. Okay. Um, um, Chris Harris is. Chris Harris has been the best slot corner in in um, his generation. So I'm not expecting him to go outside and play. He does his damage inside so that's why I would play him why why would I take a guy who um who is still capable of doing that and then put him outside, put him outside. You, you know I that's that's what, so I, I don't I don't need him outside and I I'm not and Chris is at an age right now to where I'm not going to give him the long-term big money that he wants I'm I'm just yeah. I, I I like him but I like him but you have you have to come on a team friendly deal I wouldn't turn you down, but you're but if you're after big money, you can't get it from the Niners.
1: Yeah, and he's not, he's probably not going to get it in Denver either. So it will be interesting to see where he uh, ends up. Um, who else do we have on here?
0: Uh, oh, well, you know what? Another pass rusher that I I wouldn't um, I, I I wouldn't um, slam the door in his face is uh, Jadavian Clowney. Okay. I, why would why would I not consider him? And like I said, again, if, if Armstead is leaving uh, and that's what we're talking about, if Armstead's not there, if we're going to offer someone, how much would it take to get a clowny? How much you know, could you could you would, would I make him an offer? Yes. May not. May not. He may be too rich uh, for my blood. But I would make him an offer, and this is something that I think, because first of all, he can play the run. He's, he's a very good um, run defender. You can move him around. He's, he's so athletic. You can play him in space, um, very, very good in space. Um, another disruptive guy. Um, um, we know he can, as Joe Staley, we know he can rush off the edge. <laughs> um, and, and and that is something that was lacking when when um, we we saw what happened, why can't I think of his name right now? Um, Hurt his hamstring,
1: pass oh, rusher D Ford. D Ford.
0: When D Ford when D Ford went down, you saw that uh, that D line and the and the pressures, everything even from Bolsa, it started to drop. And then Bolsa you know, got tired as well playing all those snaps. It's going to happen. You get another pass rusher. To throw into that rotation, you know, you get a guy who can play the run, that can rush the passer, that can be disruptive. Isn't that worth considering?
1: Yeah, it's definitely it's it's it's, it's definitely worth considering. Um, a, another pass rusher if if Armstead isn't isn't able to to stay. What if Armstead stays though? Do you look? Do you look at, at an interior lineman?
0: If Armstead stays. Then I mean I'm just looking at the guys you already I, that you have um, there. If 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 you don't lose Armstead, I don't think you need to do anything. So with you stay the D-line.
1: Pat. If you if you lose if you lose if if Armstead stays then you pretty much stay Pat with on, on anyone no,
0: from a free agent standpoint. No, yeah. anyone you bring in, you bring them in as a rookie. You draft them. Okay. If if everyone else because everyone else is still there, so you don't you don't need anyone this year. And there's there's no reason to put that money on the books. Gotcha. Like, so who's who's the interior D lineman that you would go after?
1: Well, I I mean, I mean, I'm not really sure. Obviously, I mean, the the big name out there is 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 Chris Jones, but that's obviously a wish list type. Well, of you're game. not gonna get like, Chris like, you're Jones. Not gonna, you're, you're not, yeah, you Yeah, You don't. You just don't have the money to to get yeah. a player yeah, like you can't, like you can't Chris get him, Jones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a, a yeah cause,
0: because if you because yeah, if you can if you can if you can give chris jones a contract you can easily give um armstead what he wants
1: yeah i mean i don't know if there's a, a really a big time guy out there yeah that that's uh, that my point it, it, and 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 that goes back to my whole point with with williams um like i don't like i i think he can play inside as well You know, like I I think I think I think he's versatile enough to do so. So I think even if you keep Armstead, if you're able to get him on, you know, a team friendly deal, I think that would be.
0: I don't see that happening. I don't I don't see. And now we're going back to and think about how we were talking, the other positions. You can only put so much money into that. So if if you are going to sign Armstead and Williams, you're going to lose something somewhere.
1: Very because true. Just, it, very, so very so true. So, who,
0: so who do you want to lose i so because you can do that so um then are, you, are you planning on letting um Defo go you you got lose somebody
1: yeah yeah and 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 we we talked about default they're going they're trying to i mean obviously a long-term uh-huh. deal for him is probably on the horizon you would imagine uh-huh uh-huh uh,
0: so so that's, so that's that's the case where, where you're getting to where you getting into so say at some at some point some someone has to go is that's that is the problem um that's the downfall of being good you're going to lose players there's this there's just no way around it um because you just simply you simply won't be able to afford them and it's not a question of the guys even wanting more it's just like as you see it's just like even the franchise tags you see how much it's going to cost you to keep them is just when guys play them guys will play themselves off your roster if you're doing things correctly
1: any other any other targets out there for you whether it be secondary d line o line uh, well
0: i mean I, I mean if we're looking at if 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 we're going to look at things i mean if there's a wish list <laughs> so so let's so let's go o line so is staley so tell me is staley staying or going
1: I think he wants to give it another another run.
0: Oh, okay. Um. So so how do how do how do you feel about the guard situations? Well,
1: I mean that's that that's an interesting one. I mean, I I, I kind of see. I don't know. I I kind of see this this offensive line staying pat. Um. I mean.
0: So you wouldn't take Tooney if you could get him.
1: Who is that? Huh, Tooney. I mean, at what cost? Well, that's what I said. If you could get him, if I can get him, yeah.
0: I the only way I think you could get him, but but I don't know. I don't know if I would get him if Staley's here. If Staley was gone, if Staley were to leave, um, then I'd think about it. Because now you bring in school to play the tackle position, and then you have you have a solid all-pro veteran at the guard position next to him. Uh, Staley stays. I'm kind of with you, Stan Pat, with the offensive line, and um, I'm going to work through the draft. I don't think I would go free agency.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's, that, that's... I, yeah I, I just – I don't know. I, I, I feel like Staley is coming back. And I don't. I mean, I I don't see any any other any other major moves on that on that offensive line. I mean, on the
0: offensive line, yeah, I got than, you. I mean,
1: may maybe just you know you're talking about maybe like a backup, like you know, d- developing some depth. But as far as the the main guys, I just yeah. don't see. I don't I don't see much. Well, yeah, we're talking.
0: Yeah, we're talking about front line starters yeah. that that yeah. you would bring in. Yeah. yeah got yeah, or guys that are, you know, or with the D line, it's not even a question. I don't even really care who starts on the D line. It's like those guys all rotate in, and like we said all season long, they had six or seven guard guys that
1: could start. That could start,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, and now that, so, the, that so was that's the
1: beauty of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's so that that part of it. um that's the way I'm looking at the offensive line. I, the only the only way I would even think about making any changes is if Joe Staley, were, Staley, to Staley were to if, leave.
1: Staley yeah, yeah if, if Staley were to I, leave, then I mean, obviously you would have to, right? I w- I I
0: did, mean, then I would I would go looking to bring in um, a, a solid veteran presence at the o line. I then I then I would look at it
1: either either tackle or guard. Um,
0: well, you know, not actually, not I'm automatically a,
1: a left tackle.
0: Well, the reason I'm going guard is because you know I got guys on the roster that I've already been developing, and I'm going to give them a shot at the tackle position. Yeah. Well, you know, um, well I mean, I
1: think, I think school showed that last year that he was capable. Exactly. He played a long stretch of games there while Staley was out. Um, and so I think... I think he showed that he was capable though um, I, he
0: he definitely showed me enough that where I would give him a chance i i not saying that i i, I wouldn't draft someone to back him up uh, but I wouldn't go and put money into a free agent tackle not not expecting him to be my starter yeah um i i would put money into that guard position, and like i said now i have i'd have a solid guard there um as I developed. School more. That's 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 the way I would try and look at
1: it. Um. All right. So those those, those are a look at some free agents. Some some wish listers. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a who minute. Got? Wait a minute. What else you got? Wait a minute. I mean, you're,
0: you're all, I mean, free agents. We're just talking about some wish listers. Uh, would you touch Melvin Gordon?
1: Ah. Uh huh.
0: I, I mean, I, you, we 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 said we were going to talk about. I wish list.
1: All right. Melvin Gordon. Okay. Um. Think, he, think about that
0: 49ers run game. He, think about Shanahan's offense. Think about the physical ability of Melvin Gordon, especially when he's happy. He was disgruntled yeah, and, last and, and, year. And he
1: can help you in the pass game as well. And, yes, that's um, what
0: I'm talking about. Think, I mean, about, when, when think he's, about his physical, too. When he's too.
1: good, I mean, you're talking about a top five, top ten at the very least. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. In in the NFL, and he will
0: and he will be good. The only reason he wasn't good last year because he, um, first of all, he wasn't happy.
1: Okay, let He's me let cool me play here. let me play devil's advocate here, right? Okay, Melvin Gordon, you know he he. First of all, I mean you're going up against that owner. I mean you got, you got to know what you're going to get, right? And and you know the Chargers they're no, notorious uh-huh. for. Just not really open in a while. It's not really caring from that perspective.
0: Agreed. Um,
1: but look at the numbers Austin Eckler put up. Uh huh. I mean, could 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 it be? Could Mel, Could Melvin Gordon be a byproduct of the system? Whatever that system is, there. Everyone in, is in former San Diego, now Los Angeles.
0: Everyone is. Everyone is. Everyone is a byproduct of the system. If you have, But you're only a byproduct of the system if you actually have the physical ability to perform within that system.
1: Because, I mean, uh, so, Eckler, at the beginning of the year when he was holding out, um, Gordon was he, – he really wasn't missed. I mean, Eckler pretty so, much took all his leverage listen, away. Listen to
0: what I'm saying. So, so everyone is a byproduct of the system. So think about this. Eckler was drafted to play in which system? The same one, correct? Okay. Okay. So you want to make certain that this guy is capable of functioning in the system. You weren't planning on Gordon not being there, but he's a byproduct of the system. It's no different than what you would do with the 49ers. It's no different than what Kyle Shanahan is is going to do. He's going to try and get guys within his system. So I mean I mean like right now, if, if you lose an Emmanuel Sanders or if Goodwin is gone, um h- however you decide to do things as as guys leave on. If you are Kyle Shanahan, I'm I'm looking for a backup. Wouldn't you think about um, Taylor Gabriel, someone who's been in my system that I know can do the things that I need done within my system?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You you see Uh, what I'm saying? uh,
0: So that's what I say, say, that uh, guys, everyone is a byproduct of the system. Now, every guy can't play in every system. You see guys switch teams, and then they don't perform because they're not in a system that Really drafted them, or that they were in. Every guy can't do that. Every guy can't go around. A lot of guys can. I mean, you know, the more talented guys, you, you can do those things. Everyone can't do it. But I'm not concerned with him being a byproduct of the system, um, as much as I'm. As much as I would be uh, looking at his skill set, knowing the system that Cal has. Can you utilize this guy? Can he run between the tackles? Yes. Can he catch the ball in space? Yes. Can he make people miss in space? Yes. Yeah. Can he run over guys and, in space? And yes.
1: he's a home run threat too. And yes. Um, yeah, I
0: was just about to say that. Can so, he take it to the house? Yeah. Yes.
1: I I mean Come if on. there if there's a chance, absolutely. Okay. I, okay. I think so, you, you, you you yeah, I think you absolutely you absolutely go after that. You absolutely go after him. Um this. I mean, yeah, I, I mean I I I'm I'm a big Melvin Gordon guy by the way. Um so I, I mean, I, 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 liked him when when he was in Wisconsin. Um, I, I've like been able to watch what he's done with the Chargers. Um, so I'm, I mean, I'm, I, I, I like his production. I think, I think he's one of the top backs in the entire league. So if you have the opportunity to go get that guy, I think you absolutely go get him. Um, oh, okay. And, okay. And ball security hasn't really been been an issue. No, um, he he was just unhappy. Yeah,
0: he, he was he was unhappy. He was he was he was angry going to work every day. And football is a very <laughs> difficult game.
1: It's hard. A hard man. game to play That's when you're hard. mad, man. Yeah, you, you
0: can't play. You cannot play this game angry. People all the time talk about that, but you you can't play mad. You you can be focused. You can be intense. Uh, I mean, um, you can you can be right on the edge, but you can't play mad because if you're mad you make mistakes if you're mad you overlook things you you don't see clearly um you, you lose your peripheral vision to um th- that's necessary to navigate the maze that you're in when you're playing this game um everything that's involved personal life business wise upstairs on the field in the classroom and he was just mad um you know again rich people's problems uh, but but he was, he was mad over his money, and it affected how he played. Yeah. So, that, you know, and, and, and people will say, well, you can't do that. You're playing a game. Well, no, everybody's mad. I don't care what your job is. I don't care what your job is. Everybody listening, you know right now that if you are going to work and the person next to you doing the exact same job is making money more than you and you feel like you're being unfairly um, compensated, yeah, you're going to be gonna bothered be mad. by it.
1: Yeah, you're going to be mad. Imagine.
0: so it's all relative yeah you, you, you're you gonna be mad and so and and, and and when you start looking at the numbers everyone's like oh man I, i'd be happy to make that money it's it's different yeah it's, it, it's, it's, it, so and you have to and you have to make it more relatable and, and if someone's doing your job you're not going to be happy if they're making more money yeah that's it, just, that's it, just it, the way it is but the principle uh, yeah I, but i would i wouldn't be I wouldn't be bothered with that. I would, you know, and I mentioned Taylor Gabriel. So, uh, you know, there's been talk of the Goodwin trade. Um, you know, possibly. Um, you know, if Pettis is gone, how do you feel about Gabriel?
1: I like Gabriel. I mean, I I think he 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 has some explosion. Um, obviously, like you said, he knows the system has some success in the system as well. Uh huh. Um, the only thing about that, like. I think he would need to, like, is Emmanuel Sanders still here?
0: Uh, well, if Emmanuel Sanders is still here, uh, well, you know what? If Emmanuel Emmanuel Sanders is still here, yes, Emmanuel's here. Then absolute, let's say, let's absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, because Emmanuel's here, Debo's here, um, uh, Bourne is here, and Pettis and Goodwin they aren't here. So that's why I say then you get then you yeah bring ab-
1: absolutely, absolutely. I just yeah. feel like he would he would he would need to benefit from. You know them. They're being a, a, a number one type. You know, on well, a that rock. needs to be yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He's 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 not the one or the two. Yeah, he's, he's, exactly. He's the guy that can come in and be your three at times, and your four. Exactly. He, he's he's that guy. He's he's the other receiver.
1: Yeah. So I yeah, yeah. I'd sign up for that. You know, any day okay. Of the week. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely.
0: See, I like I like you. Play, now, see, now you're playing the game. Now you're playing the game. And So I mean, yeah, that's. That's how this. If we're doing this, I can see I'm bouncing all I'm bouncing all around. So let's bounce to the safety position. Does Jimmy Ward stay?
1: Oh man, you know that that we talked about it on the last show. That that Instagram post that he he put out there makes mm-hmm. makes me think that he thinks he's not coming back.
0: Um, as do I. I mean, that's that right there is something that you know and, and you know like I said in, in the last pod, I, I told you I knew. I knew I could just tell by the way things were going. I knew I even I even told Carmen policy. I literally told Carmen policy. We had to take uh, We were talking and I told him, I said, Carmen, please do my contract. Because he was because at this time, you know, you know, rest in paradise, D.C. But D.C. was doing was moving upstairs. He and Vinnie Serato and they were trying to start doing contracts. They were trying to move them, you know, the front office. and And I told him. Carmen, do my contract. It's not going to get worked out. Uh, and I, I, I saw it on the wall. Jimmy, it sounds like he sees something on the wall. He has a feeling that things may not work out. Doesn't necessarily mean you want to go. Um, and a lot of people take it that way because I know I didn't want to go. I didn't know anything else. And that's, that's, that's what I, how I always look at these players. Every, everybody assumes – this is the thing that everyone assumes that free agency – it's like um, high school and you're in college recruiting. It's not the same. Um, high school, you know, you're going and, and everyone's showing you all a great time and they're doing all of these things. And, and you're trying to figure out where you're going to spend these next three, four years of school. The, uh, the difference is when you're a free agent, a lot of the time when you've played this long, you have families. Yeah. You have, you have kids, you're, you're a grown man. Um, it's not. And, and, and I know for me, it wasn't just Eric going to another city. It was
1: the whole family. Eric
0: going to another city and having to find other schools. And how long was it going to take the wife to be able to, to you know, to go from here to there and, and different grocery stores and, and gyms and uh, you know, cleaners and every, there's so many other factors just life factors that that come into play when you have all of that in place why would you just say oh i'm just gonna leave there's a there's a value to that And when people talk about the hometown discount i mean that that's what they're referring to there's a there really is a value into that and your your kids friends i mean that's that you know like they they literally have to leave their friends oh your 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 wife has to leave her room you and the things that you're accustomed to how how long it takes you to get to work <laughs> just the little things i know that if i get up at this time and take these these roads, i could be at work at this time all of these things change and it, and it does matter so
1: and you got a short I, amount of time to make that decision also uh, yes
0: yes and and you're and you're making that's it the thing
1: that baffles me is how quickly these decisions you know yeah. get made no
0: trust me and and you're making it you're making it blind man you you really are you're making these decisions blind uh because and and uh, i I was i was making my decision in in a hotel room in charlotte i hadn't gone anywhere i hadn't gone anywhere um but the hotel that i was in the stadium had wasn't even built yet that i was going to be playing in i was in a hotel i met with the head coach, the GM, and the owner of the team, and this was after leaving Detroit, where they damn near held me hostage. <laughs> Dude, everybody, everybody thinks I went to Carolina because they offered me the most money.
1: And that Detroit wasn't the Lions, truth.
0: The, the, the Detroit Lions offered me so much money they scared me. <laughs> I, I was, I, I, I literally was like, "What is it you guys plan on me doing? Who do I have to kill? What is this about?" They scared me. They, they, not only did they. Not only did they offer me crazy money, I'm sitting here in a room at a table across from from um, Wayne Fonts, and I have th- I have this huge check with a whole lot of zeros just sitting there with my name on it. Wow! Like, yeah, hey, it's yours. we like, this is what we want you to do now. And I'm like, well, I, I got some other flights to go. They would they would not take me. So did they did not I want you,
1: you to leave. Didn't want you they, to leave.
0: They would not let me leave. They would not give me a car. I'm here. They picked me up from the airport. They're taking me around. They're doing everything. You know, they're transporting me. I, I don't know where I'm going or how to get there. And they are taking and, and they wouldn't let me go. They, they literally would not take me back to the airport. And they're explaining. So, so, so you, you have, you have that tight pressure at times where it's like, we want you, we're trying to sign you here's the money right here in front of you. And for you youngsters who don't know, you should watch this movie. But when they put a check that big in front of you, you will start shaking like Pookie in the Carter. (laughs) 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 If you don't don't know that reference, shame on you. Uh, Fine, figure it out. (laughs) So back to Jimmy Ward. Uh, Jimmy uh, that's if he's not gonna be here. So let's play this game. He's here. He's not. If Jimmy's not here, who do you think could fall into that spot? If 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 okay, Jimmy's not here. Sherm's still a corner.
1: And Sherm's still a corner. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, wow. Well, I, the big name out there right now is Anthony Harris. Um, will will that be doable though?
0: No, you're not gonna get Anthony. you I, I don't get, think. You're, you're I don't think, get think Anthony Harris. Right. He's, I don't think Elway is going to let Harris out of the building.
1: I think the other thing about Anthony Harris is that's kind of scary is him coming off that... Like, he had a, a great year of production last year, but it didn't uh-huh. really meet... Almost like Armstead, right? Like, it didn't really meet the previous years. Uh-huh. So, do you really want to give a long-term deal to that guy, right? And and that's probably, mm-hmm. probably what he's seeking. Um, mm-hmm. So... You know my, so that that gives me that that gives me some cause for concern when when you talk about uh, when you talk about Harris. Um,
0: and my and, and okay okay. I don't Got know.
1: It. Uh, what about I don't know what about a guy like Devin McCourty? Older guy may not cost you a bunch.
0: I don't think McCourty's going to get out of New England.
1: You don't think so?
0: Nope. I don't think so. I think he'll be back. The brother's are already back. I think he'll be back.
1: I know we talked about Ha Ha Clinton Dix during the regular season. Um, um, how about how about Demarius Randall? You know, that's another name I was looking at last night. Uh, that I did not put him on my list, but he's a, he's a guy that I I I really considered. He, yeah. he is
0: Jimmy Ward?
1: Yeah, his versatility, right? <laughs> Think <I> mean, <laughs> about
0: it. He's he's Jimmy. He's Jimmy Ward. His, so I I mean, if you're gonna replace Jimmy Ward, why not replace him with Jimmy Ward? yeah he's the same guy with better ball skills
1: yeah I mean I I I think so right I mean because like you said the ball skills are there but also the versatility right and that's something that that's something that made Jimmy Ward so instrumental you know especially last year being healthy and being able to be on the field like he did a lot you know what I mean like he he came up against the run. He played deep. He 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 was able to, to, to move around. And there's there's so many things that he was able to do, um, and asked to do, um, for it's one thing to, to 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 be able to ask to do something, but to to be able to actually get it done too with Jimmy like Jimmy Ward was uh-huh. able to do. Um, yeah. And then Demarius Randall also gives you the ball skills though, which yes, which, yes, you know Jimmy Ward, you know, I didn't necessarily you know give you last year from a playmaking standpoint. Um, so. Yeah, I mean I, I like Demarius Randall. Okay, that's the
0: one to think about. Oh, and you know what? In a second ago you said Anthony Harris, didn't you? You said Yeah, you Anthony, said, ha-
1: Anthony Harris. Anthony Harris. I said El and
0: I was saying Elway because I was thinking of Simmons. Oh that's, Yeah. That's yeah,
1: so Well so, yeah, Simmons yeah. is another guy who's who's high uh on a lot of people's lists. Um but yeah, no, I mean I I I, I would I would take Demarius Randall over all those guys. Yeah, so you, that, that's
0: that's inter- interesting. See, that, that's quite,
1: when, when you, as, especially when you talk about fit, right? Because I think fit is so much more important than, than.
0: That's what I'm looking at. I think he. I think you can bring him in, and we're on the same page with this one. You bring him in, where you're talking about getting more production, um, you know, in broken up passes and interceptions and things from that position. I think you can, you can look at that, and you can get that from him. But um, you still have the same versatility to utilize that that position in the same manner that Jimmy Ward was used in. Yeah, I, and 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 I don't think I don't think you should expect a major drop off.
1: Yeah, in it, fact, you it, may get more plays. It, d- absolutely, from, from a turnover standpoint. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So
0: I, so I, I, that wouldn't be a bad and I don't think it's it's not going to cost you a bunch of money
1: to get him. Yeah. Yeah, no. So I, 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 I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, maybe maybe I'm with you or not. Yeah, maybe John Lynch may need to talk to us. Or give him a call <laughs> He he might. He might. You know, this is a big off season for John. Um, you know, I, I I I I certainly think he can handle it, but I I think this is this is uncharted waters for him in in a sense, you know? I mean, this is, you know, obviously first front office his job. Um, he's done the building, you know, and, but I mean, you know, a lot of people will say it's it's easier to get to the top than it is to stay there to, to maintain you know and, well and as that. long
0: you, you know what as long as you identify the guys and, and it is very difficult that's why you see teams it's, not it's, being it's able to do identifying it
1: identifying the right guys right like belichick yes. has made this like he's he's done this for years and, and that's why they've been so good out there is because you know it's not it. it very rarely is it the splash guy you know what i mean like
0: but but can i tell you something also this is a part of Belichick's scheme. This is a part of things that happen with the Niners. This is a this is a part uh, that people don't really get into, is that you also have to let a guy go a year too soon. Yeah, you gotta let guys go because everyone talks about how did they maintain. Well, yeah, you identify certain guys. Your quarterback's your quarterback, and yeah. if you get a quarterback that you can play with. You keep your quarterback. That's why you keep a Joe Montana. That's why, Steve, you're, you're going to stay there. You're going to ride him till the brakes fall off. You're going to ride Brady till the brakes fall off if you have that quarterback. Like the Niners and Garoppolo, if you think Garoppolo is your quarterback, you're not thinking about moving away from that. But now the other positions, and let's go back to Belichick. Seymour could still play. Got to go.
1: Seymour, uh, 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 lawyer Malloy was, was the first Malloy. Domino to drop? Yeah, uh-huh. had Jamie to go. Collins, Seymour, Willie Jamie Collins, Mc- McC- Willie McGinnis finished his career as a Brown. Ty Law, Ty Ty Long. yeah, yes. And no, these were that. these were like centerpieces, cornerstones. These,
0: these were the guys that made the Patriots. The Patriots, yeah. just like, just, and that's what you that's what you have to do. I mean, cornerstone. I I, I remember when. New England Patriots. Th- those players lost their mind when when he let Lawyer Malloy go. Yeah,
1: he, he was the first one, and everybody was like, "What in the world Lawyer is going on?" Lawyer
0: was the heartbeat. He was the heartbeat, the heartbeat of,
1: of the entire team. He, he was,
0: he was there, Ronnie Lott, and they let him go. But Belichick. So, so I'm saying. So, this is what I'm saying. How do you maintain? The way you maintain is that you have to draft well. You have to select for age as well. You have to find bodies that can do the things you want to do. But remember what I said? At some point, you got to let guys go. Let guys go, yeah. And you have, and you have to – because what happens, you have to have that mix of veteran players with the young guys on that rookie contract so that you can win. You saw Seattle do it. Yeah. And, we, and, and I remember talking to Bobby Wagner, and he was like, we know it can't last because we know they can't pay
1: all of us. Yeah. Yeah, and, it, and, now, and I think that's why, but this and that, and that's the other part, right? Like I, I see how the Rams have handled this thing. I, I think that's why they're they're going to struggle here. The
0: well, the Rams years. paid guys too fast. You didn't have to. You did. You yeah. did not. You did not. And uh, and you know what? I said it. Then. Like, I think
1: they're done. I think that I think that run for them is done.
0: Um. Well, I
1: well, like you pay golf. You you got you're tied up with Gurley, and he's not right. Um like you paid all you paid all these guys all this money. You you paid Donald like you like you got so much money tied up. You you traded you traded away uh uh Peters into leap and so now, pay, and Peters
0: into Leap, yeah, yeah. And so now you, you got
1: and now you got Ramsey, you're gonna you're gonna have you get you gave up a boatload for him, so you, you gotta uh-huh. pay you gotta pay him. Um yep, you have no
0: choice, but you yeah, you gotta pay him. Yeah, that so, was that was such a dumb move. <laughs> that was such a dumb move. And we talked about her, we talked about that it, during the season. And, but I, I, and I, I get it. If that's the player that you think can get there, I, I get it. But you gotta sign him. Yes. You gotta sign him because right now, that guy, you, you talk about a blank checkbook. Yeah. A a, a blank checkbook right now, because because what what are you gonna do? Cut me? Let me be a free agent? You gonna put me out
1: there after giving all that up? After giving all that up, absolutely not. The,
0: like, like you, you have no choice but to pay him whatever he asks for. Whatever he asks for or franchise him for the next two, three years. Yeah. Which he won't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Get, if, if he's going to get paid regardless. He's gonna get, yeah, he's going to get paid. So he, he'll, he'll end up being Kirk Cousins where he'll get franchised for a couple of years and then he'll go get, you know, the biggest deal at his position. Yeah. Because yeah. he can. He'll still be young enough.
1: Yeah, and, 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 and for that reason, like, I think – like I think the the Rams their run as we know it is done. So I, I I think just the whole the, the massaging of the cap, of the cap, the the identifying talent, the, identifying who needs to go win like that year early like you just talked about, like all these things um I think I think are so critical, so important. That's That's um, the job of the GM, man. Yeah, that's, and, and that's, that's and, and that's what John Lynch is is, uh-huh. is staring in the face right now.
0: Because so that's that's how that's why he makes the big bucks. Because you you think about
1: Kyle Shanahan,
0: um, Kyle Shanahan is sitting there, and of course he wants all the good players right now. Yeah. Kyle, if if you're Kyle Shanahan, yes, I want Eric Armstead because I just saw what he just did, and I need him to do it again next year. Yeah. But yes, but if you can go get Williams, I'll take him too. How do we get them both? <laughs> yeah yeah i'll take the dumb to davion clowny not only make, do i not have I'll to make, play against all,
1: him yeah make all this happen make it all happen yes yeah yes
0: yeah you, you know i'll take Clowney because now i don't have to scheme to protect against him and i got him so you do all these things but now john lynch's job is how do i keep this team from falling apart and being the rams and in that situation three years from now yeah that, so And, that's, and that's, that's the genius of Belichick. Belichick was like, okay, I will get rid of this guy. He What did I say? He drafts a quarterback damn near every year and then trades them away because I'm happy with my quarterback. And everyone's like, oh, he doesn't like – or Brady's almost done. Nope, I'm going to draft a quarterback. We train this guy, and then guess what? I trade this quarterback for, for two, for one, for three. And then I draft another position player that I need. You know, and and I let this vet go. Uh, you know, I let a Jamie Collins go because I have a draft pick that I can go in and I see this guy coming up in a draft. I'll go um, and play with him because I can get rid of the Jamie Collins because now the other guys around them are veterans that can handle the load until he's up to speed. Yeah, that's what that's. That's that's how good teams uh, maintain. That, that's what happens. That's that's why the 49ers go to Jacksonville State and Ray Rose, the D B coach, is like they I need a corner. I found my corner. You can do what I need done. Yeah. So guess what? Tim McKay, we're trading you.
1: And it's it's that. It's the it's the sustained success that is more difficult in the NFL, I think, than any other sport. Um being able to have that that sustained success, that years and years of you know consecutive playoff appearances but, and yeah. championship, games but, but that's
0: and- that's the that's the mindset of it because you know that that's the thing, and 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 I can use my situation and how and like I said how that applied, you know you you have Tim McIner, Don uh, Don Griffin corners that have just taken you to a Super Bowl, okay. You just won two Super Bowls back to back with these guys, um, you, and it's time for them to get paid. Can't pay, can't pay
1: both. Can't pay everybody, yeah.
0: Can't pay everybody, so you you decide you pay Griff, you trade Tim, and you draft me with the pick that you traded for Tim.
1: Yeah, it's it's, ma- it's making those tough decisions, and and and, yes. and, it, and it's having the. The fan base probably be a little, little upset, little disgruntled with you, you know, in the beginning until they, until they start to see the, the results. Um, yeah, they, yeah. Especially like there, the, those, those like me that that stay in their fields. <laughs> how uh-huh. how how dare you cut? How whoever? dare you? That was it. You're, you're in there. You're in there how do you
0: trade him and go get this like, gamecock? What's a gamecock? It's an angry chicken. What, what? <laughs> a jacksonville game cock god like, uh, what what is a nobody <laughs> nobody in california in the bay Area knows what a game cock is they're like who is this kid yeah. and then you stay in your fields and, and and everybody and then you're the enemy until you're not
1: until you're not yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no, you have <laughs> worry about that um
0: but that's but that's how you but that is the part of maintaining and now is the time i i think that john it, has been preparing for it and now we truly get to see if he is that executive, if if he's that brilliant executive that can put things together, that can identify the coaches, that can identify um the players, that can then make the necessary decisions. His the toughest part of his job, make the necessary decisions to maintain excellence. Yeah, so I, I I think you
1: can. So so here's the three guys that I I put of the, the the most important uh forty nine er free agents right. It would it would have been five, but um juice <laughs> juice and Eman are are, are, are both uh coming uh-huh. back obviously right. And uh-huh. we kind of talked about we we talked about two of the three earlier. Um, so I got Eric Armstead, yeah, Jimmy Ward, Emmanuel yep. Sanders. Um. You said you don't you think Armstead are probably, is probably probably going to be out uh testing the free agent market. Um, I
0: I am not saying I'm not saying he's going to be gone. Um but I'm saying I, I have a feeling he may get an opportunity to test the market.
1: We both agree Jimmy Ward may be gone. Um Yeah,
0: I think I mean, he we, might be We
1: but bo- I mean we 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 both like him to come back, but we both agree we we both think that we we both feel like Jimmy knows something. Jimmy Jimmy may see the the writing on the wall. Emmanuel Sanders, uh, you know
0: what, man? J- Jimmy Jimmy sounds like he thinks he's gone. Yeah, it, it's, so, it's so so sounds I'm, I'm like he. Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like
1: like he's he see, he sees the writing on the wall. He he thinks something's up. Um, Emmanuel Sanders, will will he be back in a Niners uniform next year?
0: I, I oof, 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 oof I think. Um. Yes, I actually think he's the highest priority. I
1: think he's the highest priority. I, more um, of a priority than Armstead. Uh,
0: yes. You, dude. They have a hundred and seventeen defensive linemen <laughs> that can start. Yeah,
1: but, but they have
0: it, one. They have one veteran. Guaranteed solid wide receiver.
1: They yeah, have one. Yeah, I no, I I completely agree with you. But I look at the D line position as a whole, and like to win, like to win games, you, it, it's more critical to have a strong D line than a strong wide receiving I,
0: I, I got it, but didn't I just? But I started this off. If you if Eric Armstead leaves, I can get Indumukun Sue cheaper
1: do I lose
0: that much yeah. if anything how, how much how much do i really lose
1: so so sanders is the number one priority
0: i think he's and, the number one priority
1: and you think because, he re- and you think he returns
0: um well if if you don't pay him you got to pay
1: someone you got to pay somebody
0: and i think I, I think that i think that he will help because like you can draft some guys um you have to you I just think you can get Sanders back cheaper than you are going to go out and get another guy to replace him.
1: Yeah. Talking about wish lists, I've seen a lot of, uh, Niner stuff out there having them going after AJ green, uh, I one, you're not, th- you're, not yeah. you're not getting AJ Green, and two, Joe, getting- Bur- Joe Burrow yeah. already told the Bengals <laughs> that he, that they better bring him back. So it look it looks like Joe Burrow may be calling shots and and stuff already. And yeah, and, yeah, and, and yeah. on top of all that, for as much money as AJ Green is gonna cost you, um, I his, there's some injury concerns there for me. Like I, I, I was about to say the exact I, I same thing. I don't. I don't know that I will pull the trigger on that. So
0: I, I'm I'm with you on that. So I'm back to Emmanuel Sanders. I think for for your the offense needs him. Jimmy Garoppolo became a much better down the field quarterback as soon as he got Emmanuel Sanders. I have to assume that that is going to only continue to improve. I think he, uh, Sanders is going to allow that wide receiver room to mature faster.
1: Yeah, I think um, D, I think Debo benefited from him. The absolutely
0: most. absolutely and on top of that on top of that i don't know um i don't know who, who are you going to put that money into there are some other guys because like i said you bring back sanders you can bring back you can bring in a gabriel you don't have to go out and try and get somebody's younger because you're not gonna get, i mean you're not getting julio you're, you're not getting aj green yeah I, I mean who you know you're you're not you're you're not gonna go and and I mean, you can't you can't get um, Hop. <laughs> you, you, you know, you're you're not gonna get Odell. So yeah. I, I don't know. I don't I don't know who who you can get.
1: And it's not it's not win. an it's not an extremely deep group of wide receivers either. I mean, you got Amari Cooper out there, you got AJ Green out there, but both seem to be headed yeah, back not, to their yeah. their, their respect. they They're heading. They're heading
0: they seem to be headed back. And then on and, top of and the and as, after as that, day, the
1: highest ranked guy according to PFF is Robbie Anderson. So I mean, and, and Anderson—he's—I and he's, mean—he's a good player, but I'd rather have who's Sanders. never done anything.
0: Yeah, Anderson. Anderson. See, and see—that's—that's—that's that's, that's what I don't think you have with the Niners organization. The reason and Anderson gets paid this huge contract is because there are coaches that think they're smarter than everyone else. Organizations think they're smarter than everyone else. And I'm looking at this and. I got a guy that's a 30-catch, 800-yard guy max, but all of a sudden he's going to be this, you know, 100-catch, 1,500-yard guy. Yeah. No, he's not. No, he's not. That's not who he is. not, not happening. Or you would have seen it already.
1: Yeah. Not happening,
0: and that's and that's that's and that's not saying that he's a bad player. Yeah, BFF but the actually
1: has him rated higher than Emmanuel Sanders, which I don't know that I necessarily agree with. But uh,
0: because he's younger, that's why. Uh. I, I think that's the only reason because they're, because they're throwing in they're throwing in age and they're looking at things like that, um, and then and that's another one of those things. I tell you, numbers lie. He's he's not a better player than Emmanuel Sanders. He doesn't bring to the room what Emmanuel Sanders brings. And that's another important fact of being a good team. When you talk about identifying guys, sometimes it's the Richard Sherman thing that I told you. There are some guys that you pay beyond their field production because they do things that allow the team and other players to grow. And I do believe that Emmanuel Sanders is one of those guys. That's why I say he's the number one priority. Because I mean, even with Jimmy Ward, you know, as much as I love Jimmy Ward, but we've already identified somebody that is Jimmy Ward. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm l- like, dude, dude is literally the same player. Jimmy,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and and people go and break him down, start looking at him, they'll see he's, he's the same. He's, the, he's same,
1: the same guy. Same guy. Um.
0: And so, so you can you can continue to do things there at the cornerback position. You got, I, I know, I I would like to see some improvement there, but you can continue to work there. I think offensively, you need that receiver. You need Jimmy, and let's see. I want to see what's going to happen, and if they can develop something. That's that's the one thing that I think the 49ers have had an issue with for quite some time now, and it's developing wide receivers. Yeah, I mean the last the last one they developed was T.O.
1: Yeah, that was that was a little while ago. I, I mean, you know, if if you want to throw Crabtree
0: in there, I mean, but, no,
1: but, I I I I wouldn't. I, I I wouldn't throw him in there because I I I let me tell you uh, let me tell you a story. And this story time, you always have story time. Here's story time with me. <laughs> so i'm i'm working at a local station out here i'm doing graphics and the drafts on i'm watching the draft right and um so we're all we're getting ready we got a sports show later in the afternoon so we're getting ready for the show and um the draft is on niners are picking what is it fifth sixth something like that and um the raiders were slightly ahead of them and they ended up taking forget we'll forget the guy's name he's a burner though out of maryland somebody that should not have went that high
0: oh i know. Oh. um i know who you're talking about forget, um,
1: forget the guy uh, i can't think of his name i can't I think he was, of his,
0: his catch challenged yeah um, he, yeah but he yeah.
1: was in, in and now i mean but he was an al davis guy though right
0: yes yes like um, can, oh, why can't i think of his name i know exactly what you're and,
1: talking about. and he and and so they took him right and so once they took him, I immediately knew that um that it, it, the door was wide open for for the Niners to take uh to take Michael Crabtree. Um so I started running up and down the halls. I was thrilled to say the least cuz I was I was such a big uh big uh Michael Crabtree guy. They all right, they took Crabtree 10th, right? Uh, uh-huh. the Raiders took uh Darius Darius Hayward Bay. They took Heywood him seven, Bay. That's right? who it
0: is, yeah. So I knew,
1: I knew at eight and nine, none of the, uh, Jacksonville and Green Bay, I knew neither of them were in play for a wide receiver, right? So once seven came and the Raiders took Darius Hayward Bay, my whole thought was, oh, the door is wide open for us to, to, to get Crabtree, right? So I started running up and down the halls. Like I was thrilled to death. I don't think you understand how happy I was, right? Because I, I thought Michael Crabtree was just a monster, he was, you know, one one of my favorite players in that class oh, I mean, he, out.
0: Was, he was an, an incredibly yeah.
1: productive at, college player. Oh my gosh. At Texas Tech, he was the man. And he was going up against, you know, the likes of Oklahoma and Texas and doing work uh-huh. against those guys. So and killing, killing him, right? So I, I'm th- thrilled, right? Oh, and man. he came to the Niners and I mean, good career. Don't get me wrong. Good career, you know, part of the, part of those teams that, you know, uh, those hardball teams, you know, Super Bowl appearance, championship game appearances, all that. Um, but I don't know that he he ever really, you know, we never really got that. You know, like I don't know that he ever necessarily maximized that talent. Um,
0: yeah, um, and, and part of that was I'm not going to put it all on crap. Good career, uh, because, though.
1: Don't get me wrong, but
0: yeah, well, like, yeah and I'm not going to put a, I'm not going to put all it on crap because this is one thing I will say about him. As we just said, he was. He was an incredibly, incredibly player. And he had and I watched him practice. I watched this guy. He had great hands. Um cared about the game, worked hard. He didn't have the best quarterback play.
1: He didn't. He didn't.
0: And that and that matters to a wide receiver. That,
1: do, that does matter. That does matter.
0: So so that so that's why I think part of his never developing into what he should have been at the, you know, and that number ten puts a certain expectation on. You. It does. It, that, that was part of it, but he had he had a very productive career, but he was just never that guy, that talent that uh, he he never progressed to be what I thought he could have been. Um, and, you know, and, we're, and we're talking about right now, we're talking about just the fact that they haven't developed that position. So I mean, yeah. you look
1: across the board, and, and May and May, and I and I think maybe he falls, you know, he he falls underneath that category, but he, yeah. I, mean, I I thought he was the best player in the draft that year. Oh. No. And, and I
0: mean every every other position you can look at the Niners and say well they have they have drafted guys and developed players at that position at the D-line position, linebacker position, at at, at across the offensive line, um you've seen at the skill positions at tight end, um in the secondary, it's it's the that's the that's the one position that I mean I literally, I, I mean, I go back to
1: T O. Yeah, yeah, it's where, been where,
0: you know where where you you develop you develop a guy. I mean, you know, we you know, of course, quarterback. They've had some problems with quarterbacks, but yeah, I mean, but so, that, but, so but, I but, mean, but that's, there's
1: but, some guys there's some guys in the house right now. So there, there's Pettis, you know, and, and we we both tend to think that you know he's <laughs> he's seen you know his last days in the Niners uniform. Um, but you got a guy like Jalen Hurd who's coming off the injury.
0: I want to see what herd's gonna do. Yeah, Debo I mean, continue to grow.
1: Debo's continue to grow. I
0: like Bourne. Um, bring back Sam. Bring back Sanders. And um, you're going to draft some guys. You 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 know. Let's see if they bring in a receiver or if you go out and get you know someone as a backup that has time in the system. You know, as a free agent. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Oh. that's
1: yeah, I, I, yeah, no, I, I agree with you, but I, I think this is a, a big, this is a big opportunity for this organization to, with all, the, with all the young guys that got at that position to, to show that they can develop at that position, because I mean we've you know, seen, if, we we've seen, I mean we, we, we're seeing guys grow, we've, we've seen guys have growth spur, we, we, we saw. Heck, we saw Solomon Thomas have a growth spurt this year. We saw uh-huh. Armstead have a growth spurt this year, you know, on the D-line. Um, we saw Jimmy Ward overcome some injuries and have a growth spurt uh, this year. So, you know, but I, really, like, if, if you can get these guys to grow up a little bit, you know, if Debo continues on his track, if, you know, Hurd comes back healthy and, and is able to continue his growth, if Bourne um, continues to show that big playmaking ability – um I, I think this is a great opportunity to to do that um
0: yeah for for, and, and, for this
1: organization
0: and the thing about it the thing about it is right now when everyone says they don't have the money they don't have the cap space well part of part of being a good team being a good organization is that you don't have to worry about utilizing it you don't need as much space because you don't have as much to bring in. Yeah. You, you don't you don't you have the players in your locker room already so you don't have to go and do a lot and it's about it's about drafting uh you know debo and him turning into a full-time starter in his second year yeah. you know but you know really by, by the end of his first year but but his second year he's going to be a full-time starter yeah that those are the type of things that you have to be able to do if you can draft um you know witherspoon E man, you know those one of those guys turns into a full time starter. Yeah, a success. Yeah, you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, because that's that's what you have to do because you have those guys, and if 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 by their second third year, especially by the, if by their second year, those guys are full time starters, you keep, that's how you keep it going.
1: Yeah, you're doing that, something, and then, and then yeah, you have. Something. You have two, three more years of control over these guys on on, Thank you. on their rookie contracts before, and
0: before they even yeah. have to do it. Happened in my situation, as I said, you trade you trade Tim McHare, you get a two, you draft me. I'm a full time starter. I throw I sprinkled in and started a couple games as a, as a rookie, but by my second year, I'm a full time starter. Yeah. So you don't and you and like I said, you paid Griff who had earned it. And now you, you got me on a rookie co- – you got me on my contract, on a rookie contract, yeah. where, where literally I could have made more money if I was working at um, Fry's.
1: At <laughs> fries you're, you're laughing. At <laughs> Fry's? Yeah, you're oh, laughing.
0: Yeah, please. <laughs> uh, like, please. Save like – like, uh,
1: so you want to play in the NFL? Yeah,
0: you know, like you want to play. It, it's different now, people. It's different. <laughs> it's different. Right? Uh huh. Oh and man! You, you, I tell you, true, true story. I remember Don Griffin told me. Don Griffin told me he had to. He was getting a ride with a guy. Um, one, one, of, one of our teammates. He was getting a ride with him every day, and and Don was starting. Now he was a rookie because he started his rookie year. Um, and Dunn said it was like um, week nine or ten where he finally had made enough money to where he could put a down payment down and get him get himself a car. So he stopped riding with somebody.
1: Wow. Man. Well, we've, we've, we've come a long way. Yeah, the league,
0: the league is different now. We, we started this yeah. off
1: talking about that CBA. Yeah. It, things,
0: things have changed, and guys need to understand that. that there were That there were old heads that were just out there no plan and, and working in the off season
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> working working in, the,
0: working in the off season to get things going we used to work in
1: the off season people true, it's true, it different true, now true story um yeah, yeah. And, uh, and and going back to your point a lot of, a lot of people have made you know a, a point about the niners and lack of cap space this that and the other but i mean a lot of ways it's a good problem to have right coming off the year that you had um, absolutely it'd be one thing if you were you know four and 12 or something and, and didn't have the year you had now you're, you're cap strung but you know you you had the year that you had so now it's about coming back and you know repeating the process to an extent and taking it you know you know one step further um it's not so. near
0: it's not nearly as hard it's 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 trust me it's not nearly as hard to maintain when I mean, people will always say it's a tough thing to do it's a difficult thing to do yes it is because it's just hard winning in the league but it's not nearly as hard to maintain as it is to build. When you have when you have the type roster that Mike Nolan took over, when he pro- Mike Nolan Mike Nolan took over a roster that if he had cut everyone on the team, so nine fans, you guys remember that team. If he had cut everyone on the team, maybe I'm, I'm gonna I'm 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 not gonna. I'll be generous. Maybe seven, eight of the guys would have gotten picked up. Ooh. That's that tough. team was that bad.
1: That's tough.
0: That team was that bad. That's so tough. it's very difficult to sit down and build when you have no players in the locker room. You're trying to find sixty-three men that can actually give you an opportunity to win. You need 40, 45 of those guys, uh, you know, out there on you know Sundays that, that are going to be on the field. Like, like, how how do I put together 53 guys on this active roster? I got, I got, and, and I only have seven guys that even need to be in the NFL. It's much more difficult to do what John um, and Kyle have done. And I mean, there there are a lot of there are a lot of guys involved with that upstairs. And putting these are the names we threw out there. Uh, but but they've done a lot to build it. Right now, you're in position to. All you have to do is. Do what we're talking about. What what do the Niners do at 31? And everyone's like traded away. Not if there's a player that you think can help you. Yeah. If there's a play if if you look at this and like this is a guy we have, have identified that we think can help us, because remember what I said? It's not just about who we sign today. How is that contract going to affect down the road? So if you sit here and say, Well, we really do want Eric Armstead, but that means we're gonna to have to let so and so go two three years we, we can't redo his contract there's a player right there that we really like that we start working on him now two years from now he's our starter that's how you have to look at it and that's how you keep that's how you keep things going so when we're sitting here like you know the patriots what the hell are they doing letting lawyer malloy go um well they you know they got this mccordy kid that nobody knows about but turned out okay yeah you know that's that's how you do it
1: yeah and 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 you know what happens over the course of the next two weeks obviously will be uh will be huge um and 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 give us obviously a lot of a lot of insight uh and some clarity as well yeah
0: man you know what one of these days man we're gonna actually have a short and we always talk about not talking so long get on here and
1: start doing this thing? Yeah, I mean, you know, this th- today just kind of took on a life of its own, as is, you know, often the case. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I, I I think we dominated this whole free agency talk today, so I, I'm going to go ahead and pat myself on the back, and I'll give you a pat on the back, too, as well, ED, because, uh, yeah, uh, You know what? I, I
0: think I think broke people, it down I, and gave them yeah. some realistic options. Yeah,
1: and I, I think they're, they're going to enjoy this from a, from a realistic standpoint, unless they want to look at you know, the world through, you know, you know, I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, we, you know, we try to, we try not to just make it up, you know, we know it's just our opinions, but we try to base them in some type of fact, you know, that's kind of, you know, one of our ground rules that we follow. Um, And I I do, I think we gave some realistic um, probabilities and possibilities that, um, we'll keep things going in the right direction because yeah. I fully, I fully expect the Niners to be in the hunt next year. I don't, I'm not even concerned about, you know, Super Bowl, Super Bowl hangover and all of that stuff. I'm not even concerned about that. This is a good football team, um, with good leadership and and damn dudes in the locker room. They're not going anywhere. That's just right. add to it. It's, now it's just time to add to it. You're gonna, you're gonna lose a few. That's part of it. And you, you're gonna bring a few in. That's just the way it works. And um, you bring in guys that understand what it means to be a Niners. That that understand that you, you, there's an obligation to live up to when you put on the colors. Does it?
1: Yeah. So uh, yeah, hopefully you enjoy this. Let's let's you like looking through the world through pretend make believe goggles. <laughs> um, we it all happens next week. So next time you hear from us. Um, We'll break it down. So, did Armstead get franchise tag? Did the Niners even use the franchise tag? Who are some people that the the Niners uh, start had discussions with during this legal tampering period? Uh, any agreements that they came to during the during the legal tampering period? You know, by the time we hear from us next week, a lot of this stuff will already be in motion and and in play. So, we'll react to all of that as well. As always, you can hit us up on Twitter at underscore Eric Davis underscore. I'm um, at R Haylock. Eric is obviously uh, a lot better at um, you know discussions and all that on 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 the old tweeter than I am. Uh, so yeah, hit him <laughs> hit, hit him up. Um, hit me on the Twitter. yeah it may may take me it may take me a little bit to get back to you but go ahead hit up up ed he's he's very very good with the uh with 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 the the question and answer i try
0: i try to answer questions when people ask i i do i
1: try i'm trying yeah i'm I'm trying to get better at that maybe that'll be a is it too late to make a new year's resolution i don't know we'll see um Um, yes yeah yeah all right Well, well i'll try i'll give you that one i'll try um yeah so next week we'll, we'll have that make sure you subscribe rate and review um you can listen to us wherever you find your podcast that's where we are available wherever you're listening to us right now that's where you find us go ahead and follow those same steps the next time and if you want to go back and listen to something else go ahead and and check that out as well a bunch of great stuff during super bowl week that merton hanks uh And when we had him on as a guest, that was pure gold. So if you haven't heard that yet, or if you want to hear it again, I would suggest go back listening to that one as well. Um, From a partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. We will see y'all next week. Have a fun free agency. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.
0: Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants.